2023 ALCS betting preview plus game one picks edition of the MLB gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog has added pick them scorchers where you can win 100x that's right turn five dollars into 501 game plus every sunday they're giving away one hundred thousand dollars use promo code sgpn at underdog fantasy for a 100 deposit bonus of up to five hundred dollars we're also brought to you by manscaped get 20 percent off and free shipping with code sgp at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code SGP. Roster brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Saturday, October, I was going to say September, October the 14th, <laughs> currently 12.06 on the East Coast. I know college football's kicking off, but hey, we're grinders here. We're going to get you ready for the American League Championship Series. Uh, it's a Lone Star State battle between the Texas Rangers and the defending World Series champions, the Houston Astros. We'll go, go through the betting uh, preview for the series and we'll also uh, get into game one as well between Jordan Montgomery and Justin Verlander. But joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys, don't mess the voice of the NFL Gambling Podcast. Of course, you're on the MLB Gambling Podcast and the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's Lante Smith. Lante, how's it going, my man? Not bad, man. Uh, looking to bounce back from a rough uh, AL and NOD. It's actually a rough playoff in general. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we got... To- Two quality matchups, I think. So, um, yep. yeah, looking forward to breaking it down with you. Hopefully, get back on track and end the uh, MLB season well. Yeah, ALCS was, or sorry, uh, ALDS was good to me. Uh, I had a pretty good uh, uh, run there, but I, I just got chopped up in 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 the in the National League. Um, I think more so just because I thought the Dodgers would at least win one game uh, at yeah, right. some point, but right. they got swept. Their history. We're on to the final four, uh, I guess we should say, for the uh, baseball season. We'll talk about, like I mentioned, the American League uh, Championship Series here, and then we'll do a separate episode for the National League. Probably do that either Sunday or early Monday morning, so look out for that. But me and Lante are going to get you guys all covered for the American League Championship Series here. So, Lante, it's... It's going to be a fun one, especially me being down here in Texas. Obviously, division rivals here with the Rangers and the uh, Astros. But um, I guess we can start with the Rangers here because they haven't lost a game here in the playoffs. They uh, they swept the Tampa Bay Rays in the wild card round uh, two games to nothing. And then they swept the number one seed, the Baltimore Orioles, uh, three nothing uh, in the divisional series. But what have you kind of seen from the Rangers that... Yeah, you may think that they have a chance to beat the Astros or maybe eventually win the World Series. Um, it's probably just going to have to be strictly off of their offense to me. Um, I, I still don't trust their pitching. Um, I, I don't trust their bullpen, even though they've been going well uh, in this series. I mean, in the uh, playoffs. But, I mean, offense has been pretty much their their calling card. They've outscored opponents 32-12. to 12. Um, They scored four-plus runs in four to five games. Um, defense has been pretty good, only allowed over two runs once. And that's – I mean, you got to credit the pitching, even though I don't trust it. They pitch well um, throughout those two series. Um, the bullpen has been a lot better in the postseason. But, yeah. again, 
I think it's kind of easier to play when you're in front versus playing when, you know, in high leverage situations, you know, down a run, up a run, where it's a little bit more pressure on you. I think they've been probably blowing both opponents out by the what third or fourth inning, um, yeah. pretty much in, in throughout the whole postseason. So they've been better. I mean, give I give them credit for being better, but again, this is a different animal. This the better this is the best offense they're gonna play um up to this point. I give them credit for, you know, actually dominate not even showing up, just dominating the first two. Um, you know, this is the first meeting in the postseason between these two. They actually only made the postseason in the same year once. Um, that was 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Rangers' first ALCS appearance is 2011. So uh, I'm wondering if it's, you know, Houston's kind of been there, done that. Uh, I think they won six of the last seven um, or been here six of the last seven years. So I'm kind of worried about the – the well, I'm not worried because I got, I got that Houston Astros ticket. But uh, if I was a Texas fan – I would be worried about, you know, the pitchers being here on a big stage. They got two key pieces in the lineup who are rookies. So, you know, they kind of haven't been in this high leverage situation yet. But I think it's going to come down to their offense, man. Can their offense keep it going and stay hot? And can they limit um, the the Astros offense who has picked up here and there? It's been inconsistent a little, but picked up towards the end of um, that twin series. Yeah, I think this is number one. We talk about the Astros who have been now to seven straight American League Championship Series. I mean, that's just kind of unheard of um, for this Astros team. But I, I think that the plus side for the Texas Rangers is you're getting Max Scherzer back in this series as well. We don't know how effective or how long he'll be able to go. He's saying all the right things that he feels good. He's ready to go in the American League Championship Series. That gives you some postseason experience there. But like you mentioned it, like, you know, there's pitchers on this Rangers team that um, that are accustomed to being at this stage of the playoffs, and I don't think this any of the players on the Rangers are, are either because it's new territory, new territory for them. But I mean, give them a lot of credit that this offense has been one of the best in the entire MLB, right up there in the conversation with the Astros, with the Atlanta Braves, with the Los Angeles Dodgers during the regular season. I mean. The Ranger, I believe they were either first or second in runs per game uh, during the regular season. Like you mentioned, their offense really carried them, and, and you nailed it that it's been early in games that they were able to get out in front and in leads, and I think that's something that the Astros are going to have to keep in mind uh, in this series is that you have to limit the bats of the Rangers early in the game within those first two, three innings. I think that if they're able to do that, I, I think that they'll be returning back to the uh, championship, uh, sorry, to the World Series, but um, Lante, let's talk about some uh, series props here. Obviously, you know, both you and I are holding uh, tickets for the Astros to win the World Series, respectively, around 11 to 1 and 10 to 1. But um, let's start with our series predictions here that we can kind of get some props and then MV, excuse me, MV picks, uh, MVP picks here as well. I also mentioned this uh, before we do discuss that. I think that for the Astros, if this was any other opponent, I think that I don't want to say they would have taken it easy or been there, done that situation. But I think this is going to be a little personal for both teams, yeah. just because, again, in-state rivals, division rivals there as well. So motivation is definitely not going to be a question for either one of these teams coming into this championship series. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. But uh, let's get into our series predictions here and then we'll kind of work through some props here. So uh, what do you who's your official pick for the series? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Astros here. Um, probably not gonna. I'm. I'm hope. What I'm hoping happens is I'm hoping that the Astros 
win convincingly in game one. And then I can kind of hedge out a little bit uh, with the with the Rangers, you know, on a bigger price. So that's what I'm hoping for. But I think just just from a starting pitching standpoint, I just don't think that Montgomery, uh, I guess they're going to go with uh, Avaldi in game two, maybe. Uh, I haven't seen it official, but yeah, I, know I know they're kind of waiting on Gray sure. and Scherzer to like see what they're going to do. So yeah. I, I, it's kind of it's kind of up in the air because I don't know even if Scherzer is back, like how much, like you mentioned, how much is he going to give you? How effective he's going to be? Uh, he hasn't pitched in what over a month. I think like September sixteenth, seventeenth was when yeah. he last pitched, yeah. and that's not the first time that he's been injured this year. So you, you know it's kind of up in the air. I mean, Max is great. Imagine if these uh, if this team had you know all of the pieces. Coming into the season, the Grom, sure. yeah, you know, it would have been an amazing, uh, yeah. amazing game. I mean, amazing series. It's probably going to be good as well. But again, I just think that Astros going to be too much here. I think they go five. Uh, if if Verlander comes out dominate, so what, he'll go one. Um, what he'll go one and four. He'll go he'll probably one, go one four. Seven. No, he'll probably go one five, and then possibly seven if it gets that far. Right. So one and five. So he'll. So he's he's guaranteed at least two games. If I mean, granted the the Rangers. I think the Rangers can win one game. Of of course, just with the offense being that explosive. So I'm gonna go with Houston. Um, what is that? Uh, six games, four two. Uh yeah, in in four or sorry, in six for the Astros. I think that is the favorite right yeah. now, according to the books, for them to get this done. Let me see here. Yeah, so Astros in six right now is at four to one. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of. I would think that it would be a little bit higher because you know they perform better on the road than they have at yeah. home, and yeah. um, that's been evident. They're what three games under five hundred on the season at home uh, in the series. We saw them split uh, in Houston and actually look better offensively on the road. Um, in in uh, against Minnesota, so yeah. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how they come out and look. But again, in this ALCS, Houston in Houston, it's going to be an electric atmosphere and an atmosphere that Texas is not accustomed to. Um, a little bit more comfort for Houston. Uh, you mentioned they've been there, done that with these players. So yeah, I'm going with Houston four to two. Um, just hoping that they can. I hope we can get a little bit of uh, just locking a profit with uh, Texas. Hoping they will come out and win this game, which I think they will. All right, before we continue the conversation here, yeah, I'll, I'll give my serious prediction here as well. Maybe not, no surprise to anyone what I'm going to be picking. <laughs> but um, we're also we're brought to you by Underdog Fancy. Underdog Fancy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending their first deposit bonus of up to $500 plus. 100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. 10 lucky players will win 10,000 each. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit <clears> to <throat> $500. That's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped has taken uh, a step up from Halloween to bring your face the cleanest shape it's ever seen. So this season... No need to toil and trouble. Manscaped's all-new Handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the Handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish 
without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and using promo code SGP for 20% off plus free shipping. It may be spooky season, but you don't want to scare people away with a scraggly beard. No, give them something to look at with Manscaped's Handyman. And if you're tired of bad razors making your neckline look like a scary movie with Handyman Skin Safe technology, to help reduce nicks and cuts, you can finally feel confident when uh, when going for that close shave. For wet or dry use, feel free to bring this anywhere and everywhere. The compact design is airplane friendliness makes this the perfect travel tool on the go. And being able to shave up to three days of growth without the mess of a wet shave is priceless. And for my wolfman like myself with a little scruff, or maybe a little more than a scruff, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything you need to tame, tame your man. This cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting links all with one guard. So no more drawers full of extra add-ons collecting cobwebs. No. That's right, your Halloween costume may take effort, but beard grooming doesn't need to when you can get 20 different beard links with just one guard. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel size package with long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. So, to take advantage of this, all you got to do is uh, go to manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping, but you can only get that when you use promo code SGP, again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code SGP for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself handyman from Manscaped. All right, Lante. Um, I mean, to no surprise, I am going to go with the Astros here to win this uh, championship series against the Rangers. But I think I do uh, have a couple of concerns about the Astros. Is number one, game one. I know we'll talk about there in a minute. I think for Justin Verlander, he did get off to a shaky start against the Minnesota Twins, and we know that offense wasn't very – it's not its not very good, right, uh, to put it that way. Yeah. Um, one of the teams that struck out the most during the regular season, so that was an advantage that the pitchers had for the – or the Astros pitchers had against the Minnesota Twins. But like we mentioned at the top of the show, that you're going up against one of the better – uh, offensive lineups in the entire MLB and you can't make mistakes against this lineup because they're going to make you pay. So I think for Justin Verlander in game one, I'm really looking at him to settle in within those first couple innings, because if he can't do that, I think that he can pitch really well in game one. Um, and for the series, I mean, we talk about the pitching matchups. I mentioned this when we talked about the divisional round series as well, is that I, after Justin Verlander, it made me really nervous because Framber Valdez had been up and down this season. Christian Javier uh, had been up and down, but he came out and pitched real well for the Astros. I believe that was in game three. And then uh, Jose or Katie did his thing as well. So I think they're, if they're able to duplicate those pitching performances against the Rangers bats and really limit them. I think that they definitely have obviously an opportunity to win this series, but would I be shocked if the Rangers win this series? I wouldn't because I feel like this is going to be a very close series. I do have the Astros going in six here as well. I wouldn't be surprised if this does go seven. And the second thing that I do want to mention about the Astros is that you have to defend your home field because we saw during the regular season, they were not a very good home field um, team. They below they finished below 500. They dropped game two to the Minnesota Twins at Minute Maid Park. And we know what they can do on the road, right? One of the better road teams this season. So, for me, early in the series, that the Astros are able to control home field, and if Justin Verlander is able to settle in in game one, I think that that's a great opportunity for this Astros team to win this series. And again, when we talk about these lineups, 
Astros one to six, one to seven. They are, are they're really deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know the damage that they can do. So I think this is going to be a series where we probably do see a lot of runs being scored, but officially I am going to go with the Astros. Uh, I'll go Astros in six with you as well. I yep. uh, won't be surprised if this series does get to seven games uh, and the Astros do get it done in that uh, form. Um, we can get over to any series like doubles that you like. Astros game one and Astros to win the series is plus one forty. Any of those mm-hmm. markets out of kind of intrigue before we get to MVP picks? That's that's exactly the one that I was going with. I'm gonna go with uh with they win the game one and win the series. We uh historically the winner of game one wins the series sixty one percent of the time. I do think that they have the advantage of you know Scherzer or Gray. I, I don't know if Gray is gonna be back or not. I, I know they both had um. They both pitched in batting practice on Wednesday, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if Gray is going to be back. I'm pretty sure they're trying to push Scherzer to be back a little bit, uh, a little bit harder, simply because he's, you know, had to, he's got experience in and being in high leverage games, uh, familiar with the Astros. So I do think that uh, the winner of this game, uh, I think the Houston Astros can win this game with, with uh, Verlander on the mound. I think they have a distinct advantage of knowing exactly what they want to do. Uh, they got to get the. They got to get the bats going. I mean, honestly, outside of Jordan and Abreu, I mean, it's been kind of hit or miss with uh, with with the lineup. So I think we haven't seen the best of the Astros lineup. I think Game One is the perfect is the perfect game to to get right. I'd love to see. We'll, we'll get into it, but um, I, I would love to see my guy Jose Altuve um, show up. He always shows up in big games. Um, you know, Jordan is seven of 16, six extra base hits. Uh, including four home runs and six RBIs. Abreu is five of sixteen with three home runs. Uh, but Tucker and Bregman five of twenty nine with twelve Ks, six strikeouts each. So I would like to see a lot more consistency from the backside of that lineup. Um, luckily for them, the top side of Houston, the top side of Texas lineup has not been good. Simeon and um, who is it? Simeon at who's at the top of that lineup? Corey Simeon Seager and, and Simeon are at the top. I think they're yeah, top so, two. So okay, so this is what I was going at. So at the top, Simeon is hitting under two hundred. At the bottom, I think Lowe is hitting like eighth now. Um, he's hitting under two hundred as well. Yeah. But they got two rookies, man. Evan Carter um, and, and Jonah uh, Jung, I think is his name. Josh Jung, yeah, yeah. He's been they've been hitting the crap out of the ball. Over four hundred batting average. Uh, Jung one point two two oh nine um, OPS. Uh, Evan Carter one point four seven six OPS. So. It's going to be interesting, man, with the, with these lineups. I'm, I'm excited to see um, how the pitchers approach um, pitching to these young guys, um, how they perform in, in this high leverage situation. But I do, I do think the Astros win game one and, and win the series. So at plus money, you said it was plus 140? Plus 140 on DraftKings yeah, yeah. right now. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. I think that's a good bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I, I, this is going to be the best lineup, obviously, that the Astros have faced. Um, and obviously getting the – the buy in 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 the wild card round just because they won the division they didn't have to play it but I mean we we talked about the twins at volumes how you know not a very good lineup it was pretty much Carlos Correa and uh Royce Lewis but now you have to be worried about this Rangers lineup that when this team is on I mean in a blink of an eye they can put up four or five runs within one inning so yeah. I, I think that's one thing that the Astros have to be uh careful about in this series but yeah I do like the Astros um to get this done in six for them at minus one and a half you're getting a little bit more value at plus 145 uh i like that here as well for the astros as a series handicap um the books is also i mean we take a look at series total games the books do have 
uh, over five and a half, juiced at minus 180. So if we do think that this series is done in six games or six or seven games, do have to pay a heavy tax at minus 180, but uh, that didn't intrigue me. Um, anything else as far as series props here that you liked uh, here, Lante? Um, are you who has the best series props? I know it's kind of it's kind of scattered all over the place. So I was looking at I was looking at DraftKings. Um, I was looking at Circa. Um, I want to say the it. biggest menu is probably DraftKings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not really. It's just that I, I'm trying not to go as heavy on the series because I, I got a, a decent amount riding on on the Astros winning the series. So yeah. outside of that plus money, uh, if I can get plus money with anything involving the Astros in six games, I would probably take that because obviously if you think it's going to go over five and a half games, don't bet the five and a half, just bet Astros four, two or Texas four, two, whoever you think is going to win in six games. Don't bet the, you shouldn't have to take a, you know, a juice price on anything here. So many options that you have. So shop around, make sure you find the best price of what you want to do. Cause all these books, like I said, it's so many different ways to bet the game, the series game series. It's like, you can link all these things together instead of having to pay juice. So pay as little juice as possible. Um, I'm going with anything plus money uh, on the Astros. I, I like the game one series, the game one plus series for the Astros. Outside of that, not really looking at too much. All right, before we get into some MVP picks here for the championship series, uh, let me tell everyone about the SGPN Second Chance Survivor Contest. If you're already been knocked out of your NFL Survivor, well, don't worry, SGPN's got you covered. Uh, with our second chance survivor contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties, 3,000 up for grabs. Winner takes all starts week seven. So not NFL week six, but week seven. You still have plenty of time to sign up. Yeah, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And last but not least, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort our players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Again, start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Lante, um... Before we get into um, game one and MVP picks here, I think we should probably should make a case on what could go wrong for both of these teams that would enable them to lose the series. Or the, I guess the better question is what has to go right for both teams for them to win um this series so let's start with the rangers because you and i are both on the on the on the astros here with with our series tickets here but for the astros what has to go wrong and what has to go right for the rangers for the rangers to win this series yeah i think it's pretty simple um what has to go right for the rangers is the offense has to has to be there the bullpen has to stay consistent i mean they this is the best lineup they faced um in this in this postseason i mean tampa was Tampa has been injury riddled. Um, they were kind of limping in. Uh, I actually, I kind of liked them in in that uh, in that series, but yeah. uh, they they kind of faltered. And then they they faced the um, the Orioles, which talented, but you know 
they haven't been there before. I mean, and credit to them because they haven't been the the Rangers haven't been there before either. But yeah. you know, t- I think the range. I mean, the uh, O's were a little bit younger, uh, maybe a little bit too confident. Had it, that time off might have hurt them a lot more than any other team um, in this postseason. But I think to, for the Rangers to actually get a upset, the offense has to stay hot. The pitchers have to pitch deep into games. They can't go like you can't get Josh. I mean, you can't get Montgomery and Avaldi or whoever you're going to throw. You can't get them to go three innings, you know, three and a third, four innings, because that's going to put more leverage on your bullpen. Yeah. The bullpen's not been good all season. I mean, small sample size, they've been good in the postseason. But if you want to just look at a bigger lens throughout the the um, the season, they haven't been good. So you're facing an offense that is capable of scoring, you know, four, five runs in an inning. So you want to make sure you got your ace on the mound and pitch him deeper in the game. So I think if the pitching can improve um, to not put as much pressure on those um, relievers, I think they got a good shot. But if they can't, I mean, I think I think Houston could, could run away with it. But that's the biggest – those are the two biggest things, the pitching and the, and the pitching dip. And then the offense just staying hot. Yeah, I think for also the Rangers, I think I don't want to say advantage is, but I think they have a a a hell of an experienced manager in their bullpen as one well, Bruce oh, yeah. Bochy, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that's only advantageous for the Rangers here as well. And I think for the Rangers that if they play out um, or play uh, from being in front, meaning they score runs early on, I think that's going to only put pressure on the Astros bats. But um, I think for the Astros, if they lose this series, I think that it's going to be. This sounds a little bit premature, but I think if they lose game one, they may be in a little bit of trouble with the Astros behind their ace and Justin Verlander, who I trust the most right now. Because if this was last season, Framber Valdez was really good last season in the playoffs for the Astros, but this season's kind of been up and down. But historically, he's been good against the Rangers, but I think for the Astros to win the series, they have to play out in front and they have to defend home field. I mean, I think you nailed it. My my case was always going to be that bullpen. If they're able to stay consistent, if he's starting pitching for the uh, for the Rangers – uh, can go a minimum five innings. That takes a lot of pressure off of the back end of your bullpen. You can throw your obviously your better hitters out there. Now, um, I believe Chapman is on the um, on the uh, Rangers, right? Uh, yeah, coming yeah, out he hasn't hasn't a lot of run, hasn't a lot of run in the postseason. Yeah, so maybe he's saving it here for to give it up to the Astros because historically he hasn't been very good against the Astros. But trust me, I trust me, I know. I still remember that yeah. home run to this day. <laughs> So I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a fun series. And again, would I be surprised if the Rangers are going to win this year? I wouldn't because they, they've just been that good. And like you mentioned, I mean, if these squads were both healthy, uh, especially on the Rangers side, that bolt, I mean, that starting rotation with Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer at the top of that one, two, and what Jordan Montgomery and, and Dane Dunning and, and Nathan Avaldi have been able to do, I probably would have been picking the Rangers in this series to win it. But again, I think they're a little bit comp- compromised in that starting rotation. Uh, so I think that the Astros may be able to take advantage of. All right, Lante, let's get into game one uh, picks here. Uh, that's going to be on Sunday evening, 8-15 Eastern start. Uh, the starting pitchers right now for both of these teams, I'm seeing Jordan Montgomery, left-handed pitcher, is going to get the start for the Rangers in game one. And like I mentioned, uh, Astros ace Justin Verlander is going to get the start here for the Astros. Currently, the lines are sitting at plus 120 for the Rangers and minus 142 for Justin Verlander and the Astros. Total is set at nine in this game with juice towards the under at minus 120 uh, run line. Let me see if I can find that here quickly. Uh, Astros minus one and a half plus 150 and the Rangers plus one and a half minus 180 uh, for the uh, run line there for the Rangers. 
Um, game one, who do you like here, uh, Lante? Yeah, I'm going to go with Houston here. Just Verlander is just a postseason monster. Um, like, he is second in wins behind uh, Andy Pettit. I think it's Andy Pettit. Second in postseason wins. Andy Pettit's mm-hmm. first. Um, yep. he's, thir- he's third in playoff innings. First in playoff uh, strikeouts. MVP in 17, in the 17 ALs. CS, unfortunately, against against my Yankees. Um, he, he's had a, a decent amount of success against Texas. Uh, last month, he pitched uh, seven innings, only allowed one earned. Um, in his last three starts, which is combined 19 innings, only allowed one run. So he's in really, really good form. Um, the Astros relievers 2.30 ERA in the last 10 games, uh, including the postseason. They got 58 Ks and I think 53 and two thirds innings. So seeing it pretty well. I know you were kind of nervous when, <laughs> whenever uh, they had the long relievers kind of stretching there um, in, in that in that high leverage situation with the Twins uh, on the backside of that three uh, two win. But um, I mean Presley, we know Presley's great. I mean he's 13 and 13 and, and save opportunities in the postseason. I think that's number one. Uh, MLB, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Houston's had great success against um, Texas this year, 9-4 and four in the 13 games. They outscored them 93-74. Uh, they also they also hit the ball well versus um, left-handed pitching, um, the second in OPS in the regular season versus left-handed pitchers. I, I mean, listen, it's – I know it's probably like kind of square, but, I mean, Verlander is just a better pitcher. Uh, I, I do think that the offense of Texas can be an issue – uh, if they get going, but again, the top of their lineup is not. I mean, Corey Seager is like playing lights out, so it's kind of yeah. overshad. It's kind of overshadowing that the the rookie performance because Jung and um and Evan they're both hitting four hundred, but they're like the least talked about, and they're rookies in in a big time spot. So again, a rookie, although they're they've been hot, I favor Justin Verlander in, in this type of situation. So that's two of your hottest bats. Uh, two out of your three hottest bats. And if Simeon can't get going and then at the backside of the lineup, if Lowe can't get going, I think it could be trouble for him if they can't get off to a hot start. And we haven't seen them play in high leverage situations. We haven't seen them in close games. They've been coming out, blowing teams out from like the first between the first inning and the third inning. So I don't think that'll be the case here. I think Verlander will shut them down. I, I, I like the first uh, five under. Uh, I think Montgomery's going to come out and – uh, maybe give up one or two runs uh, against this offense, but I think Verlander can pretty much shut the offense down um, up until a certain point. Uh, I mean, you can't hold them down for so long; they're just too good. But again, I just don't, I just don't trust the backside of that lineup outside of Seager. And it, I mean, I'm gonna prove it to me um, with those rookies. They got, they got to show me against one of the the better pitchers that that we've seen um, in the postseason. I think he'll be locked in, and they're also moving. Um, they're moving Evan. They're moving Evan up. Evan Carter is being uh, moved to fifth in the lineup. He was batting ninth, so that's taking away mm. that's taking away a bat from the bottom half of your lineup. So again, it's going to be interesting to see how these guys um, bat. But I think Verlander rolls here. I would look for him to record the win. Um, I, I'll get a price on that while you uh, while you handicap. I literally just thought about that. I don't want to lay one forty two. But I think the first five under and Verlander to record a win is probably going to be my two favorite bits um, in game one. Yeah, I think for game one, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've been beating this drum is that if, if Verlander can get through the first and second inning uh, without giving up any runs, he's really yep. going to settle in. Um, over the, uh, Since last season, since the 2022 season, 
Uh, Verlander has faced the Rangers four times um, in that span. He's 3-0 and with a 1.73 ERA. He's had at least six strikeouts in all four of those games. He had seven or more strikeouts in three out of the four games. So, um, And he's gone at least six innings in each of those four uh, starts against the Rangers since last season. He did make one start against the Rangers uh, back on September 6th in Arlington. Seven innings. He only allowed two, uh, one earned run, which was excuse me, a solo home run. Uh, he had one walk and he did have six strikeouts in that game, only gave up four walk, uh, four hits as well. So um, I'm going to trust the ace of Justin Verlander in this spot, uh, minus 142 currently over on DraftKings. Again, definitely shop around for the best number. But I do think that Verlander and the Astros do get the job done in game one uh, against the Texas Rangers. Uh, Lonta, any thoughts on the total here at nine? Man, um, I'm indifferent about it because I kind of it, it kind of just like counter affects my handicap because if you think it's going to be runs, I think that kind of favors um, the Texas side because if they've yeah. just been so hot offensively, and if Verlander doesn't is not able to get through that second um, the, the lineup the second time, like you mentioned, I'm not sure if the bullpen will be able to come in and kind of patchwork and shut down that offense. Cause once Texas gets going, I mean, they just keep, they just keep going. And then the confidence is going to grow with those guys. Um, so I'm going to lean to the under. I do, however, like the first five under a lot, just simply big game, first big game for a lot of these guys on the Texas side. If Montgomery can just give up one or two, I, I don't think that, um, I don't think that Verlander will give up any at all. I think, I think the, the uh, Astros first five is a good bit also. Yeah, uh, I see Astros first five run line. If you want to, uh, yeah, yeah, I think one zero even one money. zero two zero is yeah, yeah even money right now for the first five innings. Uh, I really do like Verlander strikeouts. That's at five and a half. Um, like I mentioned, he's had at least uh, six strikeouts in four starts dating back to last season. Um, and I, I really don't like going back to even further because this lineup is completely different for the Texas Rangers. Um, you know, since the 2017 season and uh, when um, Verlander joined the Astros. But I guess just to put into context, uh, Verlander in 18 appearances against the Rangers since the 2017 season when he joined the Houston Astros, uh, 12-3 and three with a 2.49 ERA. That does include two starts he made uh, when he was with the Detroit Tigers. But also added to the fact that um, Justin Verlander has at least – Six strikeouts in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine straight starts uh, against the uh, Rangers. So I will take over five and a half uh, strikeouts as one of my favorite player props in this game for uh, Justin Verlander. Um, anything else for game one here, Lante? You like any player props or anything you want to throw out there? Perfect. Look at the. I haven't looked at the player prop market as of yet. I can scroll through real quick. Well, I, I could just tell you off off the top of my head. I'm going to be on a lot of Jose Altuve this um this series, and Abreu. I think he I think he's got a shot to be a real big in this lineup, especially hit by. Is he still he's still batting behind Jordan, right? Yeah, they they they, they put him behind Jordan again. The some of that protection that if he yeah, does get a yeah. power bat behind him. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like I'll be on Abreu and um. And a lot of Jose Altuve. I do think on the on the Texas side, I do think that Simeon kind of snaps out of it because he he has to because if he doesn't, I mean that first out is big. The first, we all know the first out for a pitcher is big, especially yeah. a pitcher like Verlander. If he gets a groove, can kind of see uh, see the strike zone really well uh, off the top. He'll get in that zone really really fast. So I'm gonna go with Simeon over total bases. I'll go with uh, Altuve and um, Abreu over total bases as well. 
Hey, man, don't be surprised if uh, Altuve hits uh, a home run yeah. on the first pitch uh, of the game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, historically, he's been really good against the Texas Rangers uh, in his career. I'm trying to see if I can find the home run props here for these guys. All right, so Altuve to hit one is plus 450. Oh, I like that. Uh, Jordan is four like, to one. Oh, man, that's I, I thought that was uh, that might be too high for him. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I, I'm going to throw this out there. I know there's been a lot of conversation about why Martin Maldonado has been in the lineups. I texted you and told you that. I was yeah. like, why the hell is he in the lineup? He's in there, obviously, for, for, for defensive purposes. Um, and I, I'm not sure if a lot of people caught the clip of Carlos Correa and what he was saying about Maldonado after the series was, was, was over. But he pretty much summed it up very nice. And if you haven't been a, or uh, if anybody hasn't got a chance to watch what Carlos Correa said about Mal- Maldonado, I, I could not put in better words on why he does get the starts beyond the home plate. But I'm going to throw this out there. This is, it is crazy, but <laughs> Jordan Montgomery is starting for the um, Rangers in game one. Now, Martin Maldonado in his career against Jordan Montgomery, three for four. Two of those um, three hits have been uh, going over the fence there, Lante. He's had two home runs with those three hits. So yeah, if he gets going, they're gonna get swept. If he gets going, <laughs> Texas is gonna get swept. Yeah, if he gets because because you're going from wait, he's he's still bat ninth, right? Yeah, he's down. So you're yeah, going yeah. from you're going There's from no Maldonado to Altuve. And you're going right into the heart to the heart of the lineup. Altuve, uh, Abreu, Tucker. Like if if he gets going, I mean he's hitting. He's not even hitting two hundred. If he can get to like two twenty at least two twenty five, I mean. Yeah, it might be it might be curtains for, for Texas. Uh, plus six fifty for him to hit a home run in game one off of Montgomery. But hey, they, yeah, been... I got I got another one for you, man. I know yeah, we do ahead. the first we do the first touchdown. I'm, it's they got first home run props up. First okay. home run. I'm going I'm going to go with where, where's my guy? I'm going to go with Kyle Tucker, twelve to one. Okay, I think Kyle Tucker has a big series. Uh, what well, Altuve is what ten to one? He's hitting one on the first pitch or the first at bat. I'm telling yeah, you, let's, let's, let's hope not. Let's hope it's let's hope it's just gets <laughs> stuck on that wall. Uh, all right, Lante. Uh, let's throw out some MVP picks for this series uh, between the Rangers and the Astros, and then we'll wrap it up with game one pick. Uh, game one best bet, and then also like a, a series prop or or whatever you want to give out. So, um, right now MVP market. Let me pull it up here. Here we go. Player awards, ALCS MVP. Right now, Jordan is the odds-on favorite to be the ALCS MVP at five to one, followed by Corey Seager six to one, Kyle Tucker seven to one, Altuve plus eight fifty, Alex Bregman eleven to one, Adolis Garcia thirteen to one, Verlander fourteen to one, Evan Carter fifteen to one, and then Simeon uh, and Framber Valdez rounded off at seventeen to one, and it goes down from there. But uh, who do you like here to win the ALCS MVP? Let me ask you. So. I was looking at Verlander fourteen to one, but he has to pick. So one in five is basically his is what he's going to do. So yeah. I don't think they're going to sweep. So he's he's guaranteed at least two starts. Right. If he if he goes what thirteen and two thirds, fourteen, and what two earned, I think he can win it. I, I really do. But again, I'm I'm really big on what I think Altuve is going to do this series. So I would. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Altuve plus eight fifty, and he's plus eight fifty, right? Altuve is plus eight fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go with him as my first one. As my second one, I'm gonna take actually my the last two. It's long shots, man. I'm going with Jeremy Pena, thirty to one. I like that. I mean, I just think defensively, he's he's been really good defensively. Like saved runs several times. I think that 
is not going to go unnoticed in a big game like this. If he can get the bat going, you know, hit a home run, maybe two, uh, get some extra base hits. I think he'll be he'll be live to to win this. Um, am I go with somebody that we both like? Man, I'm gonna go with Jose Abreu. Uh, was it eighteen to one? Eighteen to one. Yeah, he can keep the bat going. Uh, he's hitting, you know, in front. I mean, he's hitting behind Jordan. So if they kind of want to pitch around Jordan, I think he'll get opportunities to have some RBIs um, while Jordan is, is on base. So, yeah, man, I think that those three are my top three. Obviously, we're going heavy Astros because we think Astros are going to win the series. Yeah. But if I had to take a shot on the, on the Texas side, like if, I, if I'm a Texas backer, I mean, outside of Corey Seager because, you know, he's he's out of his mind right now. I probably go with Evan Carter. Just he he's been lights out. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm with you on Altuve at plus 850. Um Jose Abreu, if he's able to, you know, continue raking like he did in yeah. against the Twins. Um I mean there were timely home runs as well um for Abreu so 18 to 1 as there uh, there as well. Um I was going to look at Josh Young at 20 to one on the um, Rangers side. And then again, I think that if, if the Rangers do win the series, you probably expect that Corey Seager to have a huge series. I mean, right. it's chalk, it's six to one, but mm-hmm. he's by far their best hitter. And there's no even question about it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll throw those two out there for the Rangers side, six to one for Corey Seager, Josh Young uh, at 20 to one. And for the Astros, I'm on uh, Jose Abreu, eight to two Jose's Jose Altuve, eight plus eight fifty, And then Jose Abreu as well. 18 to one. All right, Lante, let's wrap up this series with uh, game one best bets uh, and then a series uh, prop or whatever you want to give out as far as a series uh, best bet. So I'll let you lead it off. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Verlander to record a win. Um, I was looking it up while you were giving your handicap. It's pretty much all over the place Um, at points bet. You can get plus 230 for him to record a win. I think that's a really, really good number. Um, Plus 230 on him to win. So I'm going to go with that as my dog um, for my for locking it up. I'm going to lock up the first five under. Um, let me see what the best number I can get on that is uh, first half under. I see four and a half at plus one five. And yeah. then five is at minus one fifty, but I don't mm, Yeah. No, that's, that's a little bit too much juice. I'll take, I'll take the under four and a half. I just think Verlander comes out masterclass. Uh, I think he'll he'll come out throwing really really well. Uh, I mean his his uh, resume speaks for itself. So I'm gonna go with Verlander to record a win at uh, plus two thirty. I'm gonna go with um, first five under for the uh, first five. So like, and uh, you said a series prop. Yeah, see, so it could be you know it's Astros six or whatever series prop you let you like. Yeah. Um. MVP, that's, whatever you want to throw out. Yeah, that's that's a little too that's a little too chalky to six. I know we both like that, but um, I'm gonna go with most home runs in the championship series. I'm gonna go with Kyle Tucker, eighteen to one. Mm. That's in that's in both that's in both series. Uh, he is the what's this two four six eight. He is the ninth odds on favorite. So eighteen to one, Kyle Tucker, the most home runs in both series. I uh, like it, man. All right. For my uh, game one, I really like um, Verlander strikeouts at five and a half. Uh, oh, I mean, I mentioned cool. it. He's done this in, I think I said, nine straight games against the um, Texas Rangers. If you want to go mm-hmm. back even further, 
1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So he's done it in 13 out of the last 14 games against the Texas Ranger. That dates back to 2018, but he won recent. Last since last season, like I mentioned, he's had at least six strikeouts and four straight starts, including one start this season where he did have six strikeouts against his Texas Rangers team. So that's right now at minus 105, currently over on DraftKings. Verlander over five and a half strikeouts. I will take that to the bank as my game one lock. And obviously, I do think the Astros will win. So maybe if you want to like parlay it, uh, like a same game parlay, Verlander over five and a half strikeouts and money line, I think you get a nice plus price off of that. Uh, for the Astros. Uh, for my series uh, prediction, I will go with the Astros or series lock. Um, oh, sorry, let me go back to game one. So game one uh, lock, Verlander over five and a half strikeouts. And then for my dog, I'm going to go with Jose Altuve's total bases over one and a half at plus 130. Um, I think that he's, again, I think you and I are both in agreement that he's going to have a big series mm-hmm. where that he hits a home run. Um, whether it's, you know, he gets multiple base hits. I just think that he's going to, he's going to really set the tone for the Astros at the top of that lineup. And as soon as I say plus 130, just changed to plus 115 uh, uh, right in front of my eyes. So uh, still at plus price at plus 115, Jose Altuve over one and a half total bases for game one. And then for my series, um, Astros minus one and a half, um for the series at plus 145 gave out the same pick um in the twin series they got the job done there where they won three games to uh, uh one i think this like uh, i think that again when we say four games to two here um or if they even get it done in five you cover that minus one and a half but yeah. four to one in six games for the astros or if you're going minus one and a half on the series price is plus 145 so uh, i think the astros continue playing big brother against his Texas Rangers team. And again, we talked about it. If, if Jacob DeGrom and, and Max Scherzer were healthy in this series, I would, I would probably pick the uh, Rangers in this series, but I feel like the, some of the, the, the back end guys of this Rangers that the, the, the pitching rotation, the Astros bat will be take able to take advantage of those. And again, I didn't even mention this in game one, Jordan Montgomery, left-handed pitcher. The Astros were top five in all statistical offensive categories against left-handed pitching, whether it's team batting average, uh, WRC plus on base percentage, OPS slugging percentage, top five uh, during the season uh, were the Astros. So I think that they'll be able to get to um, um, Jordan Montgomery in this game. Yep. Leave it to us. To spend 46 minutes <laughs> on a series between the Astros and the Rangers. But, hey, we uh, dissected it in every that way, every way that we could. Lante, anything else we want to mention before we get out of here, my man? No, nah, that's it, man. Just shop around. Make sure it's, it's big menus all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so just make sure you shop around. Um, compare and contrast. You know, you want to get the best number because, like I said, it's, it's just so many options and so many ways to bet it. Uh, but, yeah, outside of that, man, good luck, everybody. Uh, best look. Best of luck um, on the bets in the ALCS and the a- uh, and the NLCS. So that's about it. Yeah, we'll be back um, probably either Sunday or Monday for the National League Champion Series uh, Championship Series in some form or fashion between uh, the hosts here on the MLB Gambling Podcast. And again, like we usually do, we'll cover every single game uh, as the series do progress along. And before we know it. The World Series is going to be here um, for the final series of the re- or oh, yeah. of the season. Go not ahead. too, not too early to look at some World Series stuff. Some books have it out there. Like I know um, DraftKings has the um, 
They have the props for uh, World Series MVP, and if you can, you can kind of gauge and see because Harper is the favorite. So they're yeah. basically they're basically telling you that whoever, basically the Phillies and the Astros is what they're anticipating because yeah. I think Jordan is the next favorite. So they're basically telling you that the Phillies are going to be favored over the Astros. So if you think the opposite, then you might want to go ahead and take a little position on the the Astros while it's it's still you know zero zero in both series, and uh, right. that's that'll be a good that'll be a good. Uh, a good COV play for you. Yeah, I may or may not have gone down on Nick Castellanos to win NBA uh, World Series oh, MVP yeah. at seven. Oh man, I hope the I hope the city of Houston just bombs you for that. <laughs> hey, I'm holding the ten to one. I think Castellanos he's picked it up big time, uh, but I do think the Phillies take care of business against the Diamondbacks, and then we'll see what happens in the World Series. Uh, at that point. But again, I, I've talked about it all throughout the playoffs. I feel like at some point the pitching is going to let down the Astros, whether hopefully not the championship series, but it just may be in the World Series. But man, I can say uh, the same about the Phillies outside yeah. of Wheeler. Uh, Adola was pretty good in uh, yeah. game. I mean, he, he has been, but I just yeah. historically, I don't think he's going to be in, against the Astros. I, I I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a different animal, especially. I mean, you're pitching. Let's say, for instance, if obviously Wheeler's going to going to get the start. What if they go down 0-1? He's been pitching up 1-0. So it's yeah. kind of, you know, not a lot of pressure. Are you going to any any Houston games? Uh, probably not for the championship series. If they do make it to the World Series, I'll, I'll definitely try to get out there for sure. But yeah. um, Use that I'll probably look for some yeah last-minute <laughs> tickets for the championship series because I, I think, you know, the first two games are going to be here. They're probably not going to return back uh, for a game five. It'll probably be a sweep for the Astros. But uh, we'll, well, you shall see for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's going to be it for the baseball pod. Me and Lanta are recording the Monday Night Football uh, here in a couple uh, minutes at the top of the hour. So if you're watching live with us on YouTube or if you haven't already gotten to the Monday Night Football pod, uh, go ahead and do so. Me and Lante cover the NFL Week 6 Monday Night Football game between the Cowboys and the Chargers. So, again, um, make sure to get out there as well. Uh, like I mentioned, we'll be back next week uh, to continue the MLB playoffs uh Game breakdown and series breakdown. So tap us, uh, tap in with us at that point. Good luck with your bets this weekend. Let's break these books off and let it ride.